This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we've got one of those sight, or what would it be, uh, sight hearing tours. I'm going to take you for a walk. I'm going to tell you about the plate of spaghetti that almost killed me. I've got some great tips on getting started here. And um, this was actually recorded on the January 1st, because as you rec- as you listen to this, I'm in Las Vegas talking at a podcasting expo. So I did this ahead of time. And uh, you'll hear about this. I have a phenomenal, everything that I'm, I'm talking about here, you can find out at LogicalLoss.com forward slash 22, or I'm sorry, 211. This is episode 211. You will want to see this uh, video I found of doctors recommending cigarettes. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff. But uh, the I'm putting this here because technically I did this with my phone and had some issues. So you'll hear some weirdness the way it starts out. But uh, just like right now, my space heater came out in the background. It's just one of those shows. But enjoy that. Hope you're having a great new year. And um, here it is. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Won't tell you lies. But I want to tell you about the spaghetti, the plate of spaghetti that almost killed me. And um, I think here's something you forget (laughs) as you walk out in the snow. I've I've got it's it's over my shoes kind of snow going on here. And um, I live right next to a church who's had their driveway scraped. So I'm actually going to walk the wrong way just so I'm not walking in inches and inches of snow. Uh, and I was kind of bummed because when I was out walking the dog, oh, actually, here comes one. Yes, I think you need to hear. And we have a dog that's going to bark at me, which is cool. Um, but there's uh, a... Um... Hi, buddy. Hi, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> how you doing? Good, how are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Alright, so I'm going to go this way just so you can hear. For anybody in Cleveland, this is the sound of a snow plow coming up at us. Yeah. There he goes. Here he comes. Oh yeah. So... It sucks to live in Cleveland because we do get a lot of snow. I'm about, uh, literally about seven minutes from Lake Erie, so we get a lot of things dumped on us. 
But I am flashing back to all those days of uh, walking to school, because I'm walking in front of the church now, and, uh, you know, people don't shovel their sidewalks, so my feet are going to be very wet later. But let's get back to the spaghetti that almost killed me. If you're uh, new to the show, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a trainer, and uh, I'm just a dude or a dudette like you, trying to lose some weight. And uh, I'm starting up a, an accountability club. If you're interested in that, go over to LogicalLosers.com, where we uh, I've got some great tools where you're going to be able to log in. We're going to track our progress. I'm really excited about it. Check it out, LogicalLosers.com. Now, back to the spaghetti. So, we had made our plans. Instead of going out, my uh, stepdaughter is in from South Carolina, and... Uh, we decided, hey, let's stay in. Let's uh, let's play some Wii. We haven't played Wii in a long, long time. We'll fire up the Wii like the good old days. And uh, you can make spaghetti. My wife's like, all right. Kind of sucks that I, I have to cook on New Year's Eve because usually we go out to eat, but okay. Fun family night. And uh, so, but I'm trying to find a way. I'm just, okay, I'm just going to walk through snow. Let's just do it. And uh, so we do this. And I know I've got a big plate of spaghetti in my future. So I, I had like two protein drinks. And um, my Shakeology hasn't arrived just yet. I think that's due to the holiday. But I had two protein drinks and I think a turkey sandwich. That was it pretty much and then it's like baby carrots or something but was really mining my p's and q's so i could have spaghetti and i didn't want to have just a little spaghetti i wanted to have a normal you know giant size of my head you know full edge to edge as they say in pizza commercials plate of spaghetti because i don't know what my wife does to the spaghetti sauce but it is so good i, I believe the secret ingredient is love and sugar, I think. I don't know. But anyway, uh, the other fun thing is I have one glove on. I look like Michael Jackson walking down the street here because you can't operate the phone with gloves on. And uh, it's starting to have its effect. So I get my big plate of spaghetti and it is so good. And it's great because we, we've got me, my stepson, my stepdaughter. My other stepdaughter was working and my wife and uh, we're having having dinner together, and it's great. It's kind of like the good old days before my uh, stepdaughter went away to college. And uh, it was so good, and garlic bread, and, you know, I was like, okay, cool. This is, and, and there's this part of me that said, I deserved this, right? Remember the old uh, McDonald's commercials? You deserve a break today. Uh, well... Okay, so I'm telling myself, I deserve this. I earned this giant plate of spaghetti. I'd even uh, exercised in the morning, walked for an hour, good to go. I deserve this. And I'm definitely switching hands here. My iPhone is getting wet. I'm glad I got uh, those things on it. I'm almost to my office, which is good. But um, let's... uh, Boy, there's nowhere around here that uh, I can... <laughs> All right, I'm trying to find... I'm just... I'm up to my... Uh, up to about my calf in snow right now. So I eat the first plate. And it is good. 
and my body is saying, whoa, did you see the mammoth-sized amount of food that just came down? Holy cow, somebody set up the signal, I'm full. And it did. And I was like, you know what, I deserve this. <laughs> what an idiot. I deserve this. It's so good. Hey, it's New Year's Eve. It's only a one-time thing. It's a special occasion. You know, we can come up with eight million different reasons to do the wrong thing. And so I had what would be a normal size plate of spaghetti after I ate the giant plate of spaghetti. Now, normally, this is kind of a tradition for me with spaghetti where I will eat a plate and then I will go and you get the spaghetti forks and you fill one up and it's, it's basically this little plop of spaghetti, which in reality is probably a normal size serving. Now I did another three of those, threw some sauce on it and dug back in. Well, I haven't done this, I can't remember the last time, I couldn't finish it. I actually ate to the point where I made myself sick. Why? Because I deserved it. Because it was a special occasion. Yeah, well, it was a special occasion, all right. I thought I was going to die. And so I got up. I mean, I was a, a member of the Clean Plate Club growing up, right? That's, you know, there are starving kids in Africa. Well, good. Mail them the food. I'm full. Didn't matter. Got to eat it anyway. And, uh... So, I, I, get, I, I back away from the table. Everybody else is still there, because I think I'm gonna die. So this was, my re, this was my reward. And I went over and I sat on the couch, and literally, I, I, I thought I was gonna die. I was like, I think there's something wrong. I couldn't take a deep breath, it hurt. And it just felt like if my digestive system was a highway, that, uh, you know, there was a there was a pileup on Route 77 on the way to my colon, basically, or something. Something, you know, that's the exit ramp, I guess. <laughs> you want to look at it that way. And uh, I was like, wow. And I just was like, ugh. And I sat there, and I sat there. I was not happy. And I just thought to myself, you idiot. You know, I thought this was my, quote, reward. And uh, I was just like, ick. So I say this to you, and I actually ended up going to sleep. It put me into a, I think, a legitimate food coma where I sat there for a good 10 minutes and my eyes started getting droopy. And my wife's like, are you okay? She goes, are you that tired? You're never going to make it to midnight. I said, I feel awful. I said, I really feel absolutely horrible. I said, I can't breathe. Um, I, I actually thought at one point I was going to vomit. I just kept eating. And uh, I believe they call that binging. And uh, the whole time thinking, this is my reward. Congratulations, here's your gift. It's a cheese straightener. It's, it, what? It was just, this is my reward, feeling awful. And uh, yeah, there was no uh, nothing tastes better than freedom going on at the table because I was like this. I've been looking forward to this. I've earned this reward. So I actually went and laid down, took a nap, and got up and felt somewhat better, somewhat to where I could function. But I just wanted to share that with you. That uh, 
you know, if you're thinking, oh, if I could just eat such and such, it would be so awesome. No, not so much. It wasn't so much of a reward. Uh, it was actually more of a punishment. And uh, I'm trying to... Uh, I'm actually almost to my office, and I've, I've taken a detour. Oh, man. This is fun. If you walk someplace now where nobody has ever been, I was going to walk... I was going to do a lap around the, the track. I'm at the high school. Yeah, this is getting in my shoes. This is not a bad idea. This is a bad idea. Uh, let's see if they have this open. No, uh, it looks locked. No, it's not. Okay, cool. All right. So we're going to do a lap around the, uh, lap around the, uh, thing here. How's the, okay, everything's still recording. I'm trying to hold this now to where the back of the phone is facing the sky and the microphone is pointing down. I'm hoping this sounds okay. I don't have any headphones in. The bad news is I'm on the actual track at the high school. Uh, I just can't see it. And... Yeah, this is a bad idea. Because <laughs> nobody's been walking on this ever. Because nobody's stupid enough to go walking on a... Nah, this is... We're not doing this because I'm just going to make myself... Here again, I'm going to make myself miserable. Because I can feel the snow now wedging its way into my shoes. Because I'm on uncharted territory. So I'm walking out of the track. That was a good idea. Good effort. But uh, what I'll do is when we get to the office, we will continue this. And I'll, I'll explain what I, I do this a lot. Uh, I, I, uh, if you're like, I don't have any time to exercise, this is a tip. I've talked about this before. And I'm amazed at the thousands of steps that I will add. Okay, I'm, I'm so lost. I can't find the sidewalk. I just, I feel like I'm in the, the frozen tundra. And, uh, and that is walking while talking. If you talk a lot on the phone, ladies, I don't see too many guys going, wait till I tell you what happened with Jimmy. It was so rad. Uh, okay, now I'm going to twist my ankle because I don't know. I think I'm on the sidewalk. Okay, hold on. I found a, uh, found a sewer cover that's unmelted. Okay. And, uh, but I will walk and talk, even if it's really boring. I will, uh, we'll recreate this when we get to the office here. But, uh, while I'm talking to my wife or wherever I'm at, um, I will just walk in, even if it's a, a little itty bitty room. I guess I could, the only thing I think is really, I, I feel really stupid doing, is walking in place. That one, I just kind of go, eh. But I, in my office, there are other offices, and we have this long hallway. It's kind of an L-shaped. And uh, I'll be talking to my wife, and she'll say, are you walking? And I'll go, yep. And she's like, okay, whatever. Uh, can't get my wife in on the, uh, the weight loss game at this point, but I'm hoping to just keep on keeping on. She'll see I'm not uh, kidding around this time, and hopefully she'll come on board. I'm not going to let other people dictate my goal. You know, if you wait, if you have a fitness buddy, we, we talked about with the accountability club, he said switching gears, 
uh, you know, that like you have a 73% chance, uh, 73% better chance of sticking with your goal when you have somebody. That's the good news. The bad news is if you pick the wrong person who just bails on you, you kind of feel like you have to wait for them, and that's not a good thing. So, and it's time to find somebody else or, or really get them going. And that's the whole thing, is you, if you have somebody else that you're accountable for, it motivates you to keep going. And one of the things I want to do at the uh, Logical Losers Accountability Club is if we get enough people, we'll actually set up some teams and do like a Biggest Loser and maybe we'll come up with a prize. It'll be cool. And I apologize for the nose sniffing, but uh, hey, I am walking outside. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I will walk and talk. And a lot of times my wife will catch me. She ends up working a little longer than I do. And I'll go to my office before I go home. And so as she's driving home for 20, 30 minutes, I will hear about her day and all those other lovely details. And while I'm doing that, I'm walking. And, uh, you know, you get in a thousand or two steps. So, all right. Thankfully, we are, uh, we're at the office here, which is good because my cheeks are, uh, it's, uh, 21 degrees outside, which is like, I don't know, three Celsius, something like that. Minus something Celsius. I don't know. But, uh. All right, put the key in here, go inside the door. Uh, okay, try to get the snow off my feet. Man, it is all, it's all, it's on the bottom, the whole bottom of my jeans are just a frozen thing. All right, now here's the cool thing about my office is, he said getting the, taking his hat off, is is at the top of all these stairs. You hear me climbing up. And, uh, so, and, uh, being that it is the first of the year, nobody's here. None of my neighbors are here. So, um, which also means the lights are off. Where's the light switch? There we go. And, uh, so what I will do, I'm going to take off my coat. Otherwise I will sweat a, uh, a bunch here. And let me, uh, let me pause this a second. I'll plug in a better microphone. Yeah, it's new toys that Santa brought me. All right, so here I am with uh, the phone. And if I plug this in, in theory, I now have... Uh, I now have this microphone, which I can't hear as well on my headphones. I've got cables tangling my feet. Okay, so here we are. We are... Uh, I'm in the L of my office here. So we're talking about walking and talking. So here, um, you know, I'm done with the L, and I'm going down... The hallway, this might have been better actually with the iPhone uh, microphone. You probably hear these steps a little better. But, uh, you know, it's boring. But it's a, a fairly long hallway. There's like five or six offices that I walk past. And now I'm at the end of the hallway. So as I'm talking to my wife on the phone, I'm turning around like I am now. And I'm walking back down the hallway. And if I do this for 20 minutes or so, you know, it's, uh, I believe it's 100 steps if I go, you know, from basically where I started a minute ago to back where I am, he said, in four steps. Now I'm back where I started. It's a big L. 
And I'm actually going to switch. I'm going to go back to the phone. Let me unplug it. And I think I can, here we go. Just, I think you get more of the ambiance of what's going on here when I do this with the phone. And just keep moving is what it amounts to. Just keep moving. And of course, it's always the food. So I will talk to my wife for 20, 30 minutes and easily put on a thousand steps. You know, that's a lot. That's a tenth of my goal for the day. But, uh, you know, I, I know my mantra is nothing tastes better than freedom. And uh, I used to say, except my wife's spaghetti. I don't anymore. Holy cow, that was just horrible. So I want to um, point out something here that I wanted to, uh, to play to you. I realize a lot of times we say we don't have time to exercise. And, and a lot of times what we're making room for is, uh, is the TV, right? Got to watch our shows. And uh, I want to play a clip here from an old, I think this is a night, it's in black and white, 1950s commercial. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Wait till you hear this. You know, if you were to follow a busy doctor as he makes his daily round of calls, you'd find yourself having a mighty busy time keeping up with him. Time out for many men of medicine usually means just long enough to enjoy a cigarette. And because they know what a pleasure it is to smoke a mild, good-tasting cigarette, they're particular about the brand they choose. In a repeated national survey, doctors in all branches of medicine Doctors in all parts of the country were asked, what cigarette do you smoke, doctor? Once again, the brand named most was Camel. Yes, according to this repeated nationwide survey, more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Why not change to Camels for the next 30 days and see what a difference it makes in your smoking enjoyment? See how Camels agree with your throat. See how mild and good tasting a cigarette can be. There you go. Yeah, doctors recommending <laughs> doctors recommending uh, cigarettes. So don't believe everything you read in the, the, the media. I know right now there is a, uh, there's a whole thing going around how vitamins don't do any good. And uh, I don't believe that. I really don't. I, I don't really believe a lot of things from the media. It makes me sound like a kook. But, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe Centrum didn't renew their commercial spots. And they went, oh, yeah? Well, guess what? We're going to put out a report that says vitamins are no good. I, I truly believe just television is it's, it's a business. And uh, I'll leave it at that. All right, I'm going to jump in here after the commercial for the doctors. Isn't that crazy? But I, I want to throw in... A, uh, a success story. And this is from uh, Yahoo. And it says, if you want to know the key to weight loss that last, ask a woman who dropped 25, 50, or 100 pounds and kept it off. Or as comedian, I'm throwing this in here. Comedian Dave Chappelle says, if you want to know the shortest route to someplace, ask a guy with one leg. He always knows the shortest route. Okay. Um, so it says here, um, they interviewed... It doesn't say who they interviewed. Okay, they interviewed a bunch of people, apparently, that um, that lost a lot of weight. So here it is. The toughest part 
is getting to the starting line. I tell friends, don't worry about making a perfect start. Just start somewhere. And in my case, I spent four months calling the local gym to inquire about a membership before I finally walked through the door. Every week, the manager would phone me to say he hadn't seen me and try to get me to come in. When I finally did, he recognized my voice, gave me a big hug and said, it's time, isn't it? I've weighed more than 300 pounds at three different times of my life. It got very depressing and I stopped caring. Oh man. But after my third child was born, I couldn't carry her up the stairs without getting short of breath and I was having irregular heart rhythms. I knew if I kept going away or going that way, I wouldn't see my kids grow up. I started by simply walking and I was talking today about walking and talking. At first, I couldn't make it 500 feet without feeling exhausted, but every day I took one more step. Then I would jog a couple feet, feel like I was going to die, stop and do it again. Maybe she ate some spaghetti. I don't know. Eventually, I started working with a personal trainer, and little by little, I worked up to running a 10K and kept going. When I ran the Chicago Marathon for the first time, my sister called me every mile to cheer me on. When I was struggling, she asked, do you want to be fat for the rest of your life? I said, no. She said, then meet me at the finish line. That's how I keep my momentum. I tell myself, you got to the starting line. That was the hardest part. And uh, this is from Kimi, who's 43. She lost 170 pounds and kept it off for seven years. I had somebody, um, I think it was Erica again, was talking about how the treadmill is in the, uh, the garage and it's cold now. And she put a, uh, a heater in the garage. And I said, the hardest steps will be the ones you take in the snow to get to the garage. Once you're in the garage and it's warm and you got your tunes on and things like that, you'll, I said, I never come off the treadmill going, man, I wish I hadn't done that. I've never done that. I've never exercised and said, oh, I shouldn't have done that. It's always getting to the starting line. All right. Um, another tip here. Don't pretend you're not watching your diet. Tell your friends. Uh, It says, I tell my pals, don't fall into the people-pleasing eating trap. It's hard to turn down a cocktail when I'm entertaining for work or pass on a cake party right at work. Know this, it's worth it. Right, nothing tastes good as freedom. I was out getting drinks with friends recently, and I didn't want the night to end, but I was stressed about having another round, so I told her I was on Weight Watchers, and she said, oh, me too. We both relaxed and ordered diet sodas instead of high-calorie cocktails. Another friend I've clued in about my weight loss goal now happily splits meals with me when we go to restaurants. I also try to suggest uh, outings where eating or drinking aren't the main activity, like a trip to the beach instead of a brunch. No one is going to take care of you, but you. It's crucial to advocate for yourself. This is from uh, Brianne. She's 34 in Georgia, lost 20 pounds and kept it off for more than a year. You need to eat to lose weight. This is from Stephanie, who's 45, lost 25 pounds and kept it off for six years. Whenever a friend is trying to slim down, the first thing I ask her is if she's eating enough. For me, it wasn't until I started having three meals a day, plus healthy snacks, that the weight finally came off. I used to starve myself to be thin. I was always looking for the next diet fad. The moment I decided to do something different was on my 39th birthday. Hello, I'm 48. Um, I bent down to put my shoes And, uh, oh, man, who's been here? I bent down to put on my shoes and felt my fat rolls over my jeans and knew I didn't want to turn 40, feeling so miserable and helpless. Guilty on that one. I started working with a registered dietitian, 
Manuel Villacorta. That's fun to say. Who created the eating free weight loss plan. I told him all the crazy rules I had about food. No bread, no bananas, no food after seven. I confessed to saving up calories by eating nothing but a granola bar for breakfast and a salad for lunch and then gorging on ice cream. Sound familiar? Hmm. Substitute spaghetti for ice cream. Manuel taught me about the uh, importance of not skipping meals and how to uh, get the right balance of protein and healthy fat. Sugar is my weakness. If I don't plan out what I'm going to eat, I'll revert to eating crap or not eating at all. So every Sunday I map out my meals and I make a big bag of um, whatever crudites to snack on when hunger strikes. I don't feel deprived and I was able to go from a size 12 to a size 4. Amazing. All right. Hardships can crush you or they can motivate you. In 2006, this is from uh, Marcy, who's 36, lost 112 pounds and kept it off for a year. She lost her husband. Oh, man, that sucks. Colby, a month before our 10th anniversary. Damn. He was coming home from work on his motorcycle and a deer ran out in front of him and he crashed. It completely devastated me. Yeah, I bet. Tell, oh, man, this is, Wow. Telling my three kids was the hardest thing I ever had to do. I was already carrying extra weight from my pregnancies and years of unhealthy eating, and then they gained another 20 pounds. Wow. In 2010, I had a health scare. A lump in my leg needed to be biopsied. It wasn't cancer, but it was a wake-up call. I wanted to be healthy for both myself and my kids. You know, if you're a single parent, you, you are all they have. I mean, that to me is huge motivation. And that's when I walked into my first Zumba class. I hid in the back in case I needed to escape. But when it was over, I had all this energy. I felt so joyous, like I'd gone to a big party. Each time I returned to get a little closer to the front. And after class, we'd all hang out in the parking lot talking away. There's that accountability club. There's that camaraderie that I'm talking about. I changed my eating uh, too, and the weight started coming off because it's all about the food. Now I'm teaching my own Zumba class. I feel so much better and I can outrun my kids. For me, exercise class has been the best form of group therapy. I'm around happy, supportive people, and we're moving and having fun. That's why I created the Accountability Club. Keep your before photos. The one cool thing, the tool at the Accountability Club, you can take your picture, and I think everybody has a phone these days with a camera on it. Uh, take that, get it on your computer. You can upload it and you can take your pictures on each way in if you want and slowly watch yourself transform. It's cool. Uh, keeping your before photos. When you're losing weight, your day-to-day -day progress can be slow and it's easy to think nothing is happening. So I tell my friends, don't ditch the fat photos. When you look at a picture of your former self, it's a lot easier to see what transformation has taken place on days when I feel like um, blowing off the gym. My before pics remind me of how hard I've worked and that I didn't get there by making excuses or giving up uh, or giving into temptation. That's from Antoinette, who's 33, lost 45 pounds. Uh, a couple more of these. Shedding found, shedding found, yes. <laughs> shedding pounds changes your relationships. I warn friends that you might not recognize yourself when your weight starts to come off. As the pounds crept on, I be, had become reserved. I was afraid to speak my mind because I felt so insecure in my marriage I never used to say anything if something was bothering me. Now I do. It's been an adjustment for us and bumpy at times, but we're discussing things I used to be so scared to uh, bring up 
like our sex life. And it brought us a lot closer. This is from Brandy, who's 29, who um, lost 60 pounds. And she kept it off for more than two years. Um, yoga can help you slip down. Uh, let's see. When I wanted to slim down, no one suggested that I do yoga for exercise, but that's what I did. I didn't listen to my body. I'd get on a treadmill, even though I had back pain because I thought it was what I was supposed to do to lose weight. And I ended up herniating two discs. And I tried Chrissy Carter's beginning yoga DVD to help my recovery. And right away, I knew it was the kind of workout that my body needed. It strengthened my body. It helped me really get in touch with myself. And as a result, I began to find myself, uh, feed myself differently, measuring my food, eating more fruits and veggies. Uh, this is from Trisha, who's 35, lost 60 pounds. This is where I say, sometimes it doesn't matter what exercise you do. It's just the exer- just do the exercise that you do. What is, whichever one works for you, just do it. Um, a pro, we talked about this about three weeks ago. Approach, approach your body like you do your budget. Uh, calories in and calories out. She uses my fitness pal. This is from uh, Joy. For a year, I tracked absolutely everything I ate and my daily exercise. It kept me accountable. There's that word again. Uh, I used to heap food like spaghetti on my plate and go back for seconds and even thirds. And I ate desserts and sweets constantly without placing any limits on myself. I learned that I didn't have to deprive myself. I love anything with chocolate, but if I have a brownie, I cut back something else. This is what I did for me. You can treat yourself, not just at every meal. This balance approach works just as well when it comes to your body. All right, last one before we go back to me in the hallway. Um, I just, I read this. I'm like, man, this is really good tips. Start by forgiving yourself. In November 2012, I hit 400 and 21 pounds. This is from Elizabeth, who is 34. My heaviest weight ever. Now, if you know, if you've been listening to the show, you know I hit 223. That's the heaviest I've ever been. And that was my, that's what I went, okay, I gotta stop. I've tried pretty much every fad diet, Atkins, the grapefruit pills. My journey to better health really began when I changed my inner monologue from one that was negative and critical and said, you're not worthy, to one that said, you can do this. You deserve to be healthy and happy and have love in your life. I had to forgive myself and be kind to myself in order to move forward. After all, I can't change what happened yesterday. I say that all the time. In fact, I'm going to say that in a second when I go back to the hallway, Um, but I can change what happens today and I can change what happens tomorrow. I started by signing up for Weight Watchers and finding a pool I could use for exercise. Now the Upper Valley Aquatic Center is my second home. The water is so relaxing like a cushion and I can move without feeling hot or sweaty or straining my joints. I love it. It feels meditative. Here again, she found an exercise that she likes. It doesn't matter what it is. There's no way to shed the amount of pounds I have to lose and not be confused by the process at times. My weight has been such a part of my identity that losing it can feel overwhelming. Every day I have the opportunity to make choices about my health before my eating and my physical habits were thoughtless. Now I pause and I think, hence the logical weight loss podcast, before I decide to put something in my body or skip a workout. I still have a ways to go, but my goal isn't to be my isn't to be skinny, it's to feel better about myself and I'm definitely on that path. She's lost 78 pounds and has kept it off for over a year. So she's on her way. So to me, that's a lot of great tips there. And a lot of those we see again Number one, it's the food. Number two, it doesn't matter what exercise you're doing. A lot of people start with walking. That's what I've been doing. And um, change your food. Think with your head, not your stomach, and just take it one day at a time. So I wanted to share these with you. And uh, I'm going to go back now to my previously recorded part from the hole. But, uh, you know, think about what you're putting into your body mentally. 
in some cases and, and ask yourself, is sitting here watching The Voice or watching uh, whatever, you know, and a lot of times you can get these shows on uh, Netflix, you can get them on Amazon Prime, you can get them on uh, Amazon Prime is, I think I'm going to switch from, uh, I like the, the shows from Netflix, I just got done watching Lily Hammer with uh, Stephen Van Zandt, so if you like The Sopranos, you'll like that show. And the only thing I don't like about that show, I actually don't watch a lot of Netflix. I listen to a lot of Netflix while I'm doing things in my office, and half of it's in Dutch, so there's a lot of subtitles. But Amazon Prime, you get all these great shows, and you get uh, free shipping. And my point is about all these things, you're like, Dave, you just said don't watch TV. Then you gave me these three places to go to get TV. These are places you can get TV while you're on the treadmill at the gym or while you're walking around in a hallway. I could be watching you know, shows right now, and I don't have to sit in front of a TV to watch it. I can watch it on my phone. I can watch it on my tablet. If you have those things, I realize not all of you do. But you know, that's one of the things. I, uh, Santa brought me an, an iPad. And anything that I need to watch, I'm going to be watching on a treadmill now at the gym. I belong to a, a Planet Fitness. It's like $10 a month. Can't beat it. And, uh, you know, I'm investing in myself there. So, um, that's my, uh, does this thing show me how long I've been recording? Yeah, 22 minutes. That was the one thing I wanted to ask you, is I always try to make these at least 20 minutes um, are they too long? Would you rather have like quick, because there's usually a couple topics. Like today we talked about the spaghetti, the plate of spaghetti from hell. We talked about walking while you're talking. We talked about feeding your mind as much as you need to uh, feed your body a little bit. And um, I thought about either A, uh, making these shorter and putting them out more frequently, like maybe a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but they'd be like, seven minute little clips like here's the one topic boom here it is see you bye and then maybe another one or i'm assuming that a lot of you are listening to this on a treadmill and you're hoping that it's at least 20 minutes so you can listen to that should they be longer now i realize i'm asking this at the end of the podcast which is kind of dumb i should ask that at the beginning and maybe i'll do that next week to uh so you, because if I ask now, everybody will say, oh, yes, make them longer because you're the person that listened to the end. <laughs> Just so you know. But, uh, hey, want to thank you so much. Realize it is 2014 as I put this out. It's a new year. And let me remind you that uh, you are not, you are not defined by your mistakes. You're not. Nobody's perfect. And remember, you can't, you cannot change the past. You just can't. I wish I could. I know there's some things that I'm like, ooh, can I get a, you know, there's the old undo button on a computer. Is there, why is there no undo button for life? That would be awesome. But there is kind of an undo for your weight problem. And that is to just, you know, eat less, exercise more. Remember, it's always the food. If things aren't working, it's the food. I learned that from my buddy Dave Greenwald over at Leanness Lifestyle University. And, uh, you know, it's so you can't you can't write a new beginning, but you can write a new ending, and that starts today. So you can do this. I would love to coach you through it. If you need a coach and you're like, what's a coach? It's somebody that's a cheerleader for you, that helps you lose weight, 
that that lovingly and gently nudges you in the right direction, that holds you accountable. And um, it's one of the things I want to do this year is I want to I want to take it to the next level with you. And so you're not just a download number, you're a name. And you and I are going to get through this together. I've got tools. If you go over to LogicalLosers.com, um, there's a button there that says, I believe I have one that says tools, and it'll show you when you log in, you go in, you set up a profile, you, you put in your starting weight, and then every week we're going to weigh in. That'll be that. There are going to be uh, team challenges. There's going to be additional content that you receive to motivate you. Uh, and we're going to have a private Facebook group so that you can have that daily contact. You have somebody to go, help, I just ate spaghetti and I think I'm going to die. <laughs> and then we can talk you off the ledge. So thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to 2014. This is the year that you lose it. And the way you do that is very simple. You don't quit. You don't quit. You make a mistake, that's fine. You don't quit. Winston Churchill, right? Never, ever, 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 ever. I think it was ever. Maybe another one. Ever quit. So... That's going to do it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Take care. God bless. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin.